this is the irony of this whole affordable housing debate is that, yes, we need to have new housing built. But if we're and the, the fact is we're losing more affordable housing through dam evictions and rent evictions, then we're building new affordable housing. So this is a way to at least protect the existing affordable rentals that we have out there. That's Parthi. Ken DeVell. Speaking of Greg, earlier today on Toronto Today, and I would suggest to him that there are other solutions to increasing rentals, and that is changing the game, right? Because we get all these headlines on rental shortages. It's ongoing, and it's going to be ongoing for, for a while. And so Toronto Council's looking to the hammer for a solution to end rent evictions. So what is that? I'm sure you've heard about it by now. It is when landlords do these big repairs or renovations to a building and then the renters have to go, but the promise is they can return. And then often, not always, uh, they find out, oh, they can't because the unit is then rented to somebody else for more money. So Hamilton's passed a bylaw to curb this, which would require landlords to apply to the city for a rental license engineering certificates and landlords would have to give renters who want to return a suitable relocation. Okay. Uh, Toronto Council now wants to look at this to see, could this work here? So they're going to argue that this bylaw ensures that renters will know their rights. But again, I would argue the solution that no one's looking at to rental shortages is changing the rules that are actually in abundance protecting renters and make it impossible for landlords, especially the good ones, to get anything done, which is why we don't have a lot of people get in the market, because they just there's no one on their side. There are two sides to this story, and we need not just to listen to one of those sides. Let me bring in Varum Sriskanda, member of the Board of Directors for Small Ownership Landlords of Ontario and real estate law expert. Good to have you. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. All right, let me, before I dive into what I feel could be a good solution, I think a lot of people told, you know, Greg Brady this morning is the solution. I want you to take me through it, right? So Hamilton, and, and this is Andrea Horvath uh, territory. This is something she would have wanted to do at the the provincial area. Uh, but again, how would this help anything? How would this help get thousands of people into affordable uh, rentals if, if they, they bring the bylaw to Toronto? It won't. So what this is, is it's creating legislation aiming to curb rent evictions, but that's just a Band-Aid fix, right? We know what the real it's issue a, is. Yeah. The real issue is a serious lack of affordable social transitional housing units, right? We want to give long-term affordable tenancies to these tenants, but the government, they're relying on small landlords to have to house these tenants and refuse to provide any sort of assistance to landlords when we are in the situation of non-payment or when we need to evict the tenant to make much-needed repairs. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. All I'm seeing is another level of bureaucracy, right? And so we're adding more layers that on the surface and in the headlines is going to read that, okay, finally, renters have someone fighting in their corner. But, but the reality is um, there are so many people that could rent right now and probably would like there are a lot of houses a lot of aging couples the boomers as um you know who get kicked around who would probably be open to renting a basement renting a room but 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 when you go into the process of you know what's involved what's the point in being a landlord because 
even the good ones get smeared with being the bad ones, right? And if you're going to rent out a basement, the last thing you need is a, you know, uh, a bad person who doesn't pay their bills and you can't get them out. Like the, the rules right now are so in favor of the renters that why would a renter want to take the chance with their home of getting stuck with someone in their house and then two, three years of tribunals, you know, and processes? Exactly. The, the, all the cards are stacked against landlords. In, with this uh, new bylaw that they want to bring in, it would require a landlord to complete necessary upgrades or repairs or renovations and then rent the same unit back to the previous tenant at the previous rental rate. That financially doesn't make any sense. We're, we're completing repairs and spending money, but we have absolutely no way of recovering those funds. That it kind of reminds me of TCHC, Toronto Community Housing. <laughs> They get almost no money in rent and look at their maintenance backlog. They have so many repairs to take care of. And in the end, who suffers? It's the tenants. Well, I would also add the city has proved through that that they are the worst landlords on the planet. Oh, it has never been run properly. And frankly, if they truly care about housing, that would be the first area that they would fire everyone and just clean it up because it's I not working. Councillor Kandival, his writing alone lacks serious uh, supportive housing, transitional housing, indigenous housing. There's none mm -hmm. of it. There's no purpose-built rentals being started in his writing. But he's over there advocating for renovations and renovation bylaws, which is a really short-term Band-Aid fix. In the long run, you're going to see small landlords and members of uh, small ownership landlords of Ontario, where I sit as a board member. Well, you're going to yeah. see those members selling their properties to get into something else because it does not make sense to be a landlord in Ontario anymore. No, which is surprising why, you know, Doug Ford, who's got the mandate and the time to do it, hasn't changed this. Yes, there absolutely have to be rules that protect tenants, you know, um, and there are some very bad landlords out there. But to suggest the entire industry is like that um, is wrong. It's just not simply uh, correct. But if they tr truly want to you know, solve this crisis, and Ford could score a lot of points on this politically, then streamline and get rid of the um, the slow um, mechanisms that they've gotten there. Take some of the rules off that, that are gumming up the process so that if mom and pop want to go and rent their basement, then they're more inclined to because they know at least they'll be protected. That would be almost immediate because everyone's looking for another source of income right now. If you've got the space, I think as long as the rules were fair, um, would do it, you know, and you could open up a, a lot of units right now. Yep, if the rules were fair and the landlord and tenant board didn't have a backlog, you could, we could open up so many more rental units. So many more people would want to be a landlord if they just knew that they could get their day in court if things went wrong. But right now, landlords know if things go wrong, all the cards are stacked against me. The tenants have all the power. I don't have any power. I'm going to end up losing my shirt over this deal. So I'm, I'm going to stay out of this and uh, be a commercial landlord. That's what I'm finding a lot of people are doing. They're going to go buy oh, yeah, commercial for properties sure. or they're just getting yeah. out of the business entirely. Right, right, which is, again, I think um, very short-sighted. Um, what would you then change immediately, uh, Varun, that could make things a lot better, that would entice people to want to get into it? What would you change that could be done very quickly? Immediately, the city needs to provide some sort of assistance to small landlords in Toronto that are dealing with problematic tenants. Whether it's uh, a tenant that used fraudulent documentation to secure the unit, help us get them out via criminal charges. So we could open up those units to the paying tenants. They need to be supporting builders right. and encouraging them to build purpose-built rentals. 
not the condominiums that all the real estate agents are going to sell to all their buyers. Let's get these purpose-built rentals built, more right. social housing, supportive housing. Let's clean up the backlogs at TCHC before you <laughs> ask small mom-and-pop landlords, a retired 85-year-old lady sitting in her house, trying to rent her basement apartment. No, let's, let's make TCHC fix their backlogs before you make mom-and-pop landlords kind of keep up with maintenance. There's so much yeah. more the city could be doing, but uh, they just, I don't know, understand why they don't. Well, because, because they're politicians. They like headlines, not action. Um, just before I let you go, uh, there is a report today, and I think it does exemplify um, some of the problems. You know, we've got 20% of renters apparently now in arrears, and, and the reality of that is um, they don't just get kicked out, right? How long can a renter in arrears stay in a unit at fighting this out, taking up a space? A tenant, once we file an application, you get a hearing date typically five months after you apply. Then you have your hearing date. You get your decision typically two months after the hearing date. So five plus two, we're at seven months now. Then on average in Toronto, you're looking at a one-month wait to wait for the sheriff. On average, eight to ten months is the wait time before you can evict a non-paying tenant in Toronto. And that means I'd a say small, that's generous. Radwood has to do ten months of no rent before they can evict anyone. And that is financially yeah. crippling to most landlords. We're not corporate landlords, right? We don't have billions in the bank. We, we're, we, most small landlords have one to two rental units. And if one tenant doesn't pay, it could cost the small landlords Absolutely. their house. In this climate, 100%. Well, easy to vilify all landlords, but I think that is a big part of the problem because uh, it discourages people who could actually help. I very much appreciate your, uh, topic, uh, your time on this. Thanks so much. Thank you, Alex. Have a great day. Bye-bye. There you go. That's uh, Varun Sriskanda. He is with the Small Ownership Landlords of Ontario, and he is a real estate law expert. Look, I get it. It's easy to um, take it out on the big landlords. Some of them are terrible. But the thing is, we don't need more corporate landlords. What we need are people with homes with extra space to open them up and say, hey, I got, I got a room. You know, you can develop terrific relationships get into communities, but it, it, why would anyone want to take the chance on, on renting when, when, you know, if something goes wrong, you're looking at a year, if on a best case scenario, but a year to get it sorted out. Like, no thanks. No one wants that headache.